Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. Man, I crushed it this morning in the gym. If any of you follow me on my Locals account, Key, do you ever see that? You ever see the Locals stuff? This morning, I was, it wasn't even that hot, which is unusual for Florida, but it was a deadlift and squat day. So I've been doing these like fitness kind of video thingies with some of my best supplement and diet hacks on there. This morning's video on locals, I am dying. I am in like a, a pool of sweat, like an inch thick. It's like the water and the sweat was defying the laws of physics on my face like a shield. I was so hot this morning, but I feel great. Like I slept good, boom, ready to go. And I feel even better today because I've told you, did I not tell you a long time ago, you P1s in the chat who've been listening to the podcast since me and Joe were doing it in the basement. Have I not told you that cancel culture is going to eventually eat itself alive? Do you remember why? Hold on. I'm going to get to that. It's an important show today. I've been raving, by the way, about Beam Dream Powder, the hot cocoa for sleep. It's awesome. Shop their biggest sale of the year. Get 50% off when you go to shopbeam, B-E-A-M.com, shopbeam.com slash Bongino. Use code cyber at checkout. Check it out. I've been talking about this for a long time. It's a cannibalistic, it's, it's always going to eat itself because what happens? Conservatives with cancel culture are like this. And then the left, because they love the power of canceling, has only itself to cancel. You're seeing it now. You'll see what I mean. First, Hillsdale College. You tired of scrolling through TV shows, finding nothing to watch? Me too. There's a bunch of liberal junk on there. It doesn't resonate with a lot of you. It's wasting your time. I wrote in one of my books, don't waste time. It's a precious commodity. Use that time to learn something new and inspiring. Hillsdale College. This is awesome. Listen, they're offering more than 40 free online courses on the most important subjects at hand. Learn about the amazing works of C.S. Lewis, the real meaning of the U.S. Constitution, the rise and fall of the Roman Republic, or the history of the ancient Christian church, all available for free. I personally recommend Constitution 101. Sign up for it, the meaning and history of the Constitution. It's a 12-lecture course. You'll explore the design and purpose of the Constitution, the challenges it faced during the Civil War, and how it's been undermined for more than a century by progressivism and liberalism. The course is self-paced. Start whenever, wherever you want. Enroll in that. now in Constitution 101. Our country needs more Americans who understand the Constitution and can defend American freedom and its people. Go to hillsdale.edu slash Bongino to start. Go today. You're going to love, love, love this course. It's free and easy to get started. That hills, that's hillsdale.edu slash Bongino to get started. All right, Joseph, let's go. Tactical Tuesday, Dan. It is because we are talking tactics. and We've been talking tactics for a long time, especially about cancel culture, where I told you that if you can ride this wave out, eventually cancel culture, it may not be now, may not be five years from now. Candidly, folks, could be 10 years from now. But what's going to happen is it's eventually going to eat itself because what's happening slowly, and it is happening a little slower than I'd like, but make no freaking mistake, it's happening. I'm an investor in it. I live in it. I have business partners in it. I have friends in it. The parallel economy is starting to build itself. This economy separate from the liberal maniacs. Our own financial networks, our own contact networks, our own cloud servers, our own Amazon-type services with the public SQ and Mammoth Nation and these other ones. It is happening. Our own book publishers, our own video publishers. We just launched a movie. 
It was per screen average. I'm, I'm telling you, it was probably the, one of the highest rated movies in the country. Police state. We're launching an entirely new economy separate from the liberal maniacs. That it's walled off from the liberal maniacs makes them incapable of touching it. They can bitch and moan all they want. It doesn't matter. The problem with the lefties is, and the reason they're going to cancel themselves, is they love the power of canceling. They adore it. They need to cancel people because it's the only thing they got. They're sitting in their mama's basement with a bunch of, you know what, doing their thing, probably watching porn. The only thing they have is the ability to go on Twitter and say, I demand you cancel this person. Well, you can't be canceled what's not cancelable. You can't cancel the uncancelable. So what do they do? They start sicking themselves on themselves. But there's another angle to this story about cancel culture. I, I believe it's Michael Anton. I, I cite him all the time, so I'm hoping it's him. No one's corrected me at this point. But he has this theory of cancel culture that this stuff will stop when the left faces real material losses of their own. It's not enough, folks, for us to call out liberal bullshit. They have to embrace, well, not embrace, but be forced upon them, real material losses, loss of job, loss of prestige, loss of reputation. The commie left loves cancel culture as long as they feel insulated from it. The minute canceling comes for them, all of a sudden they're in a panic now. And listen to me, they are in a real panic. Here's the intercept. You ain't going to get any more left wing than this by Murtaza Hussein, October 27, 2023. Murtaza is losing, uh, I don't know if it's a guy or a girl, forget, don't really care, is losing his shit over here over the fact that these groups that have gone out there and protested for Hamas, that some of these employers just don't want to hire them. Now, I'm personally against cancel culture. I support free speech. However, these companies have the right to not hire you. If you're going to support a terror group, what do you think, guys? I'm just going to throw this out there. Would you want a terrorist or a pro-terrorist working in your ranks? I don't think so. I'm going to take a pass on that. Just a, just kind of a good call. A general rule. Hiring. Uh, question number one. Sir, ma'am, um, do you support terrorism and the beheading of young children and the burning of, uh, the burning of children and the raping of women? Uh, yes, I do. Uh, okay, interview's over, but thanks for showing up. We appreciate it. Uh, here's your booby eyes. <laughs> he said it's right. It's like those questions they ask in the airport, right? Has any uh, terrorist asked you to carry? They're going to say yes if they did. Uh, yes, they did. The uh, Hezbollah guy outside asked me to carry. It's exactly it. No one wants these people. Throw that article up again. The Senate condemns student groups as backlash to pro-Palestinian speech grows. Do we risk losing our careers? over an ephemeral social post that doesn't save a single life in, in uh, Palestine. There is no Palestine, number one. There's no Palestine. There is no Palestine, okay? You can argue that there's no Palestine, okay? There's no such thing. You can keep saying that. It's not going to make it happen. So now, all of a sudden, people are losing their reputations. They're going out posting, I love Hamas, man. It's so great. This raping of women stuff. Stop the occupation, bro. Occupation of what? They don't know. They saw it on a T-shirt somewhere next to Che Guevara on the discount rack in their local dollar store or something like that. They're like, stop the occupation, man. We love Hamas. They're awesome. And employers are like, yeah, I don't really want that. Again, I am vehemently against cancel culture. I just want to be on the record. However, these are the rules, as Kurt Schlichter says often. You guys wanted these rules. 
You guys wanted to target people and target Parler and Rumble and Truth and every conservative on social media because they posted about Trump. You wanted to send January Sixers to the gulag. If you were at the Stop the Steal rally, you wanted people fired. Here's the syrup of Ipecac. Open your mouth and take it. Just take it. Take it all. Take the whole bottle. You like it? You like losing your jobs, losing your reputations? You thought you were insulated from this, you commies? If you've ever read a history book, which most of you morons have not, you would understand that the commies that got you into this cancel culture, because you're a useful idiot, you've been useful to them. The commies that got you into this are coming for you next. You understand that? Just read The First Circle by Solzhenitsyn, and you'll see how this has been the game plan of the commie forever, to get useful morons like you, lefty cat ladies and others, to co-opt them into the movement knowing it's going to come for you next. It is going to come for you. But the nice part about it is conservatives got smart early, and we're insulating ourselves in the parallel economy, which is going to leave the lefties only open to canceling themselves. Let me tell you when libs are really going to regret starting this. You know who's next? Yeah, rap music. Wait till cancel culture starts coming for rap music. I am not saying it should, folks. You don't like rap music? Don't buy it. I listened to it growing up. I am not above it. The lyrics are disgusting. Everybody's a hoe. Everybody's a bee. There's N-bombs dropping everywhere, talking about murdering people, slinging drugs. You don't like it? Don't listen to it. I am in no way recommending the canceling of rap music at all. Everybody clear? I'm simply telling you, if you're going to have cancel culture and you want cancel culture as some societal bedrock moving forward, then eventually it's going to cannibalize and eat you all alive. Because the parallel economy is flourishing and we've learned a lot of valuable lessons over the years. Now you're seeing even, you know, companies like Bud Light that are going over and and sponsoring the UFC and other things, because I think they understand now that this was a catastrophic mistake. You think that was by accident? Yeah. Well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. (laughs) That's the dude. We haven't played that. That used to be a staple. Yeah, well, that's just like your opinion. That's the left. When you impose real material losses and their jobs are at risk, you're going to see this stuff dial its way down. And I can't encourage you enough to insulate yourself in the parallel economy. Folks, you haven't even thought of some of this stuff. Rumble for your video, truth for your microblogging. Our, I mean, it's my company, but parallel economy for your credit card processing on your website. Don't use Stripe. They'll cancel you too. We have ParallelEconomy.com. We've made that service available for you. It's all out there. It's up to you. I don't push anything on you. I barely mention it on the show. I'm just telling you, these services are out there. And as they explode, the left is going to be left. They're going to be left to cancel themselves. And it's going to be interesting what happens because you're seeing this civil war on the left right now. You're seeing the Ilhan Omars of the world and Rashida Tlaibs of the world, the terrorist sympathizers. You're seeing them running up against a brick wall on the left as other people on the left realize that they're not going to be able to move forward supporting terrorists because it's not a mainstream American position. I'll show you what I mean coming up later. But I want you to keep this in the back of your head about leftists. They hate themselves. They hate themselves more than anything. When the leftist gets up in the morning, they look in the mirror and there's nothing they hate more than their image. 
Why do you, I'll give you a perfect example of this you're seeing now. Why do you think the leftist is running around pulling down kidnapped photos of Israelis and Americans and others, by the way, kidnapping that these people were kidnapped by Hamas. They did nothing wrong. Why do you think the modern leftist is pulling these down? Anyone in the chat have any idea going around and pulling these pictures down? You've seen videos all over the internet. Because they know what they support and they don't want to be reminded. Listen to me. This is important. Please listen. Folks, the judge has ruled. It's the most important point I'm going to make in today's show. You are a proud conservative. You get up in the morning and you're proud of what you fight for. Your country, your kids, your freedom, your God. You're proud of that. The modern leftist hates himself or herself. They hate themselves. They get up every morning. They rip the pictures down because they see themselves and they don't want to be reminded. They don't do a damn thing they recommend for you. Things they want to force down your throat, they don't do at all. School choice, taxes, none of it. They send their kids to private schools. They don't pay higher taxes voluntarily. And the reason I started this rant this way, opening the show, is I saw this video yesterday and it really pissed me off. This is one of these uh, female soccer star ladies, Abby Wambach or Wambach or something. I heard of her a couple of times. I don't really know who she is. I don't really care to know who she is. You will never see a more dispositive moment in your life of leftist ideology than this. She happens to be white, which again, I don't particularly care about, but she seems obsessed with. I want you to watch the self-hatred as she's on this podcast or whatever thing, talking about everything we must do for everything we must apologize for, for being white. I have no apologies to make whatsoever about the melanin content of my skin. If you'd like to do that, you go right ahead. Abs, do whatever you want to do. But watch this and you'll see what I mean. They absolutely hate themselves. Check this out. I'm happy that you people want to give me their money and they want to support me. I'll take it. Thank you. Thank you. Trust me. Thank you. But at the same time, when we start talking about intersectionality, which is white supremacy, which is gender, which is capitalism, Americans, White people, I need you to know that your money will not assuage you from your guilt. You cannot pay your way out of this. There aren't enough reparations in the world that you can pay us. And so you think because you write a check or you slide me something in Venmo that you're absolved and you can tell somebody, well, I gave Dr. Blay $100. I'm not racist. Dr. Blay is going to spend your $100 and still tell you that you're racist. Thank you. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) just to be again to be as clear as scotch tape on this one that lady you heard talking to abby wambach who thinks this is all awesome by the way if you're listening on audio the woman happens to be black and is saying you can't give me enough money for reparations and even if you do you're basically still a racist and she's like oh that's awesome i want you to be Again, as as transparent as possible with yourselves for a moment. Abby Wambach will do nothing about this. Abby Wambach has probably made a decent amount of money from her soccer career and elsewhere. Is Abby Wambach donating all of that money away, all of it? She Barely enough to survive on her own to people and for reparations. People, by the way, who were never slaves. Abby Wambach, whose, whose parents never had slaves probably live in a state where slavery wasn't even legal. Most of it's from California, but it doesn't matter. You're going to pay for something you didn't do to somebody you didn't do anything to who had nothing done to them. You're paying them for, but you're going to give them money anyway. Wambach will do nothing about it. And you said, but I just, he just said, this is, this is the great, the greatest part 
of this whole scam is even after you cut the check to the lady, you're still a freaking racist. They don't give a shit. This is totally irrational. This is absolute lunacy. You see how they hate themselves so much? She hates herself so much, Abby Wambach, that she she has to, there's a subtle acknowledgement that she's a racist there because she's white. Like the this is awesome line, right? Then the lady says, give me your money. I'm still going to call you a racist. And she loves it. This is it. Like it's this self-effacing thing that I'm, I hate myself so much that if you don't tell me how awful I am, it's some kind of absolution for me being born. You have to tell me I'm awful. She will do nothing, nothing about this at all. Every single day, there are about, see, 330 million people. There are probably, I don't know, affiliated, registered, and non-registered, but think Democrat, probably 80 million plus Democrats in the country or Democrat adjacent to steal one of their terms. They could all get together, take large chunks of their salary and property, hand it over to black America, migrant America, and everything else. They could do all that stuff. They will do none of it. They're just talking shit. Do you understand? It is just shit talking. That's all it is. These people hate themselves. I found this other gem too out there. This is an oldie but goodie. You have that other one of Abby Wambach as well? I want, here's another one of Abby Wambach. These people hate themselves, folks. It is remarkable when they look in the mirror what they see. Check this out. One of the things that I have come to learn over the last many years in my uncovering of my own internal racism, the the way I was raised, uh, the the thoughts and the 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 bias that I have and that I have been um, you know privileged with, like this white supremacy that I have been taking advantage of for so long, so that I can understand my own personal racism, my own personal contribution to systemic racism in our country. So just to be clear, you're a racist and you're admitting that on camera. Did I, guys, did I hear that right? You're a racist on camera and you've been taking advantage of white supremacy and you're admitting that on camera. I, 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 I Let me tell you something again. I don't believe in cancel culture, but eh, sponsors, I don't know if I'd sponsor that podcast. You really want to be sponsoring a show where the woman admits she's a racist and is aligned with some white supremacist values or something like that. Was she implying that? Was that a winky, winky, nod, nod? Like what's going on there? Uh, She will do nothing about any of that. These people hate themselves. They hate themselves, right? I got a lot to get to folks. Um, Listen, it's going to be a heavy show today too. There is a lot going on. There's a piece I read yesterday, again, proving that these liberals, they don't believe anything they say. They will do anything to get away from liberalism, only to take liberalism, transplant it someone else, and spread the infection all over the place. What? What's the best sponsor? Blackout coffee. Any sniffs left? The answer is yes, Joseph. And he caught it, too. Any sniffs left for you? What? That sounded like a lot more than sniffs. I don't know what's going on over there. What is it? That sounded like an X-rated sniff over there. Are you tired of the same monotonous liberal flavored coffee brands? Just stop. Don't give your money's woke companies. Go with Blackout Coffee. I love it. Had a few cups today. I'm proud to personally recommend Blackout Coffee. It's a coffee company, 100% committed to conservative values. From sourcing the beans to the roasting process, customer support or shipping, they've got an incredible work ethic. They're dedicated to promoting conservative principles. They accept no compromise on taste or quality. 
Do me a favor, check out blackoutcoffee.com slash Bongino. Use coupon code Bongino for 20% off your first order. Ditch those other guys. Blackout Coffee remains true to our value. That's blackoutcoffee.com slash Bongino or use coupon code Bongino for 20% off your first order. All right, a lot to get to today. They hate themselves. I can't emphasize this to you enough, how much liberals can't stand themselves. Here, Wall Street Journal article popped up the other day. State masochism by the sea. So they put out this list of where state taxes are the worst. Unsurprisingly, folks, it's all uh, deep blue, liberal, crap garbage states that align perfectly with states people are exiting in droves. So it proves my point again. Now, Joe and I lived in Maryland for a while, and this isn't only an interstate thing where people are leaving. You'll see the top tax rates. What do you think the worst is? The worst tax state in the country? New Jersey, of course followed by New York, California, Connecticut, Taxachusetts, and Minnesota. Uh, in the, is there the Midwest outlier coming in 44th of the 50 states? Now, there's something interesting about these states is that people are leaving. them. People are getting out of these states. But it's not only them leaving the states. It's moving within the states. Joe, you remember this in Maryland? People would leave Montgomery County. They used to call it Occupy Montgomery County yeah. because it was practically communist. Yeah. And they would go and move to Frederick which was Frederick was very conservative and they'll destroy that County too. You see it in the States too, but it brings up my point again, that these people absolutely can't stand themselves and they are a danger. They are real danger. They're not only a danger economically, financially into our culture with things like reparations, what you saw from Abby Wambach and all this other crap. They're a national security danger too. Folks, listen for all the divisions in the Republican Party. I'm going to tell you something. Ronald Reagan had it right. Reagan had it right on the national security front. You know, it's interesting how so many people, even some Republicans, felt Reagan was a warmonger. Yet Reagan not, never got us into any wars. Now, there were, there were military actions during his time. No, no question about it. But Reagan actually kept us out of wars, and his posture was correct. As I've said to you often, you can have two types of approaches with national security. It's oversimplified. I get it, but I don't mean it as a joke. You can have my Vinny approach or my Brock Lesnar approach. Vinny was this kid we grew up with. He was crazy. He'd fight anyone, anytime, for any reason, even if he lost. Nobody wants to mess with that guy. It's kind of the Kim Jong-il approach. That's what happens. These people are nuts. They're so crazy. Kim Jong-il, Kim Jong-un, all of them. They're so nuts that nobody wants to toy with them because they're afraid they're going to do something crazy. Or you can have the Brock Lesnar approach. Brock Lesnar, the old UFC, WWE guy. He's the biggest, baddest guy in the room. No one's going to question him. No one's going to mess with him because you're going to get killed and you just know it. That's where we have to be with the United States. The great irony of building up our national defense, ladies and gentlemen, is the more we build up our national defense and make it impenetrable and second to none and get away from this diversity, equity, inclusion bullshit and start getting back to doing what militaries do, be effective machines to kill the enemy. That's what they do. The more we get down that path, the less we will have to use it, as Reagan already showed. That's just a fact. We have got to prioritize, and we're not doing that right now. I want you to watch this. Here's Kamala Harris the other day. The Biden administration's plan to dissuade Iran from killing our people overseas is bullshit. I don't know where they're getting this from. Why? When did don't become a national policy? We don't need to be in another full-scale war in the Middle East with Iran. Believe me, brothers and sisters, I get it. 
But are we are you suggesting that the world's largest terror state is just going to go away if we continue to let him shit all over us and attack us everywhere? We're going to have to do something. Trump took out Soleimani. We're going to have to take out somebody at the top. You're going to have to send some kind of message to stay out of that war. This isn't simple. Oh, no more war. What the hell did you read that in a children's book? That's not the way the world works, man. Here's Kamala Harris the other day with the don't policy. Again, this is freaking embarrassing. Check this out. What's the message to Iran? Don't. As President Biden said, just don't. Exactly. One word. Pretty straightforward. Folks, these people behead people. They will burn you alive. They will torture you. They will chop your limbs off. These Iranian demon savages. You think they're watching this right now and they're even remotely intimidated by the Kamala Harris, Joe Biden don't approach? Come on, man. Please give me a break. Time out on that bullshit. They're not scaring anyone. There's a deterrence approach to appearing either crazy or strong. The Biden administration, I'm dead serious, folks. This is serious. I'm not kidding. You can appear either crazy or strong. But you cannot appear sane and weak. That may sound insane, but it is absolutely accurate. Look it up, the crazy man theory of foreign policy. Here's Biden yesterday again. You think anybody's scared of this guy? You want to talk about weakness? He can't even read a freaking teleprompter. He did it again. Here's Biden versus the teleprompter, round probably 642, where he's trying to cite like values come from the creator or creation or the created creation of the creator. And he can't even, excuse me, can't even get the words out. It's like, I couldn't just get the word because he's, the guy's just completely lost his mind. He's got oatmeal brains right now. Take a listen. American leadership and the undeniable rights endowed by a creator that no creator, no creation can take away. Proving once again that America's strength is not just the power of its example, but the example of its power. What the hell was that? What was that? I don't understand what we just heard. It's the power of the created creations of the creator who created some stuff. What is he even talking about? Put yourself for a second, all right? Those in the chat, 71,000 people, 26, this is nice. I love having you all here. 71,000 people. I'm asking you for a second to play a little mental exercise game with me. Pull yourself out of your patriotic American soul for a second. I know it's hard because we love this country. And I want you to imagine yourself as a diehard enemy of the United States who's been coached their entire life that we're the big, great Satan, right? We're the Sunday people. Come for us next, right? Do you watch this guy on camera and Kamala Harris with the don't? Are you even remotely intimidated? Tell me in the chat, yes or no. You even remotely intimidated by these guys? Do you, now, he may be crazy, but he's not crazy in the way that would be tactical. He's crazy in the way that he's losing his gray matter in his brain and can't even freaking think straight. This is it. There we go. Thank you. Thank you. It's pretty overwhelming at this point. It's a universal no. Listen, man, I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm tired of this guy. You know, how many of you in the chat remember the Reagan years? Folks, I was, I was young. I was really young. I barely remember these gas lines, everything. I just remember my dad and mom being upset about it. Joe, you probably remember it more than I do. 
he don't remember it at all. But he had the Ford Pinto. America was in a bad place, folks. It was in a bad place. Our cars sucked. We had the Gremlin, the Vega, the Pinto, gas lines, K cars. Oh, my gosh. Uh, just that we were in a bad stagflation, a stagnant economy, inflation. You know, Jimmy Carter gave the Malays speech where he ironically never said the word Malays, but he basically blamed America for the garbage condition we were in at the time. It was weird because we'd almost become conditioned to believe like the American decline had set in. And then we had this massive renaissance under Reagan and friends. Bongino Army folks, that's what I remember growing up. My dad had multiple job offers. The economy was growing again. By 1986, 87, I had, we had moved into the city. And even though my parents divorced, there was this Reagan had this morning in America again. The only good news I have for you is I'm sure we're going to turn this around. And it is going to be morning in America again. I'm not trying to wax philosophic. I'm not a poet. But we are going to turn this around. If you're listening to the show and it sounds depressing, I promise you, there are definitely greener pastures ahead. There are definitely bright sunrises ahead. I'm absolutely sure of it. But never without with this guy. This guy's a complete train wreck. I mean, look at this. Can we do it one more? So he finally used the big stairs yesterday in Air Force One. Is he going to make it, folks? Is he going to make it? Here he goes. He's looking. His mind's going. I almost got hey, Hold on tight. Is he going to do it? Drum roll, please. He's almost there. He's doing three, four more. Ah! Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes. Get up. Everybody get up. What are you doing here? Standing ovation, everyone. Yes. Joe Biden. Awesome, guys. Stand. That was great. He did it. Joe Biden made it up the big boy steps. There you go. It's already morning in America today. Joey Bots made it up the big boy. <laughs> I love the side shot. It only shows my hands and basically from the waist down. <laughs> I'm watching it now because sometimes this screen's a little bit behind. Freaking hilarious. All right, let me get back to the show. Uh, I got one more thing for you coming up. These uh, about these, these demon savages overseas. They're just showing to you again that these people do not take these goons in the White House seriously at all. Not even a little bit. They're laughing at them. I got that coming up and a whole lot more. Don't go anywhere. iTarget Pro. I've been telling you for months to prepare food, water filtration, comms. And yes, be well-trained with your firearm. Well, how? It's expensive. Range ammo. I know. iTarget has partnered with this show since the beginning. This is their best offer yet. Get the iTarget Cube today. There's no better training tool for the firearm. None. None. The iTarget Cube is fully compatible with your existing iTarget laser rounds or any new ones. You can buy one iTarget Cube or upgrade to the three-pack that I have for a truly unique training experience. Practice clearing drills or use random mode to test your ability to react all while the system times you. Go to iTargetPro.com. That's the letter I, T-A-R-G-E-T, iTargetPro.com. Right now, save 20% plus get free shipping with the offer code DAN20. That's DAN20. iTarget comes in most calibers from 9mm to 223, so you can train with almost any firearm. It's the easiest and most cost-effective way to train. It pays for itself in a single day. There's just too much uncertainty to throw caution to the wind. Prepare with iTargetPro. That's the letter iTargetPro. I-T-A-R-G-E-T-P-R-O. iTargetPro.com. Offer code DAN20. Highly recommend that I train with it all the time. Train with your farm. Our last sponsor today. Now I get back to the Demon Savages. 
Patriot Mobile. For 10 years, Patriot Mobile has been America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. When I say only, I mean only. Glenn and the team at Patriot Mobile, they love you guys. You're piling over there in droves to Patriot Mobile because you can't stand woke mobile. Patriot Mobile offers dependable nationwide coverage, gives you the ability to access all three major networks, which means you get the same coverage you've been accustomed to without funding the left. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're sending the message that you support free speech, religious freedom, the sanctity of life, Second Amendment, and our military veteran and first responder heroes. Their 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching easy. Keep your number, keep your phone, or upgrade. The team will help you find the best plan for your needs. Just go to patriotmobile.com slash Dan or call 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation when you use the offer code Dan. Join me and make the switch today. patriotmobile.com slash Dan. That's patriotmobile.com slash Dan or call 972-PATRIOT. So I want you to listen to this again. They're not afraid of the Biden goons whose foreign policy comes down to don't, don't. Just repeating don't. Don't do what? Don't do what? Don't eat Cheerios? What are you talking about? What does don't even mean? Maybe like don't kill our people. I don't know. I'm just going to throw that out there. Yeah, I want you to listen to these demon savages here talking about their tunnel system. These are the, these are the uh, maniacs we're talking about. Here, but many people are asking. Look at them. They're asking about these tunnels. Since you have built 500 kilometers of tunnels. Check this out. Why haven't you built bomb shelters where civilians can hide during bombardments? Oh, that's an idea. We built the tunnels because we have no other way of protecting ourselves, the demon savages, from being targeted for being targeted and killed. They're meant to protect us from airplanes. Notice, they don't, there's no mention whatsoever of the civilians over there. Not one. Everybody knows 75% of the people in the Gaza Strip are refugees. From what? You have the Gaza Strip. You control it. What are you refugees from? And it's the responsibility of the United Nations to protect. <laughs> this is hilarious. According to the Geneva Convention, is the responsibility they were under occupation. From who? They gave you back Gaza in 2005. Ladies and gentlemen, these people are full of shit. I can't tell you this enough. I've never been disappointed in so many people in my life who cannot figure out what's going on here. I don't care what side you stand on. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm not Jewish. I'm not in practice Islam. I'm a Christian. I'm just telling you I'm not stupid. I can see what's going on here. All these people, oh my gosh, ceasefire. You never ceasefire tomorrow. Just give back the hostages and turn yourselves in for killing thousands of Jews and pledge to not bomb and try to kill people. It's really not hard. It's really not hard. No, no, no. We don't want to do that. We want to continue to kill the Jews. Okay, no ceasefire. How's that sound? By the way, you think the Biden administration is going to do jack shit to protect American Jews? Did you see Corrine Jean-Pierre yesterday at the press conference? One of the most pitiful, disgusting performances I've ever seen in my life. Hey, would you consider these people that are out there protesting for Hamas, would you consider them extremists given that you've called uh, Trump people MAGA extremists for uh, just about, what, two and a half years now, probably more? Karine Jean-Pierre, let me be clear. Let me be clear. She said it a thousand times. The woman is the single worst press secretary I've ever seen in my life. You think they're going to protect you? Folks, they can't even protect American Jews at Cornell. Cornell, that's a college for you liberals listening. Currently, and I look at this tweet, look at this tweet. There was a Cornell, did you hear about this discussion forum? The kosher dining hall is now on lockdown and Jewish students are scared to leave their rooms. This is an American, keep in mind, this is American college. Here's what was on their message board. If you see a Jewish person, notice the person's in quotes, as if they're like subhuman animals on campus, follow them home and slit their throats. Rats need to be eliminated from Cornell. Oh, here's another one. Rape and kill all the Jew women 
This is at an American college, folks. Before they birth more Jewish Hitlers, Jews are excrement on the face of the earth. No Jew civilian is innocent of genocide. Oh, here you go. That's cute. Oh, here you go. Allahu Akbar. From the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. Calling for Jewish genocide, by the way. Glory to Hamas. Liberation by any means necessary. I'm going to throw this out there to you fellas. There's more. We can, we can show these all day. But this is basically on a message board. So this is fascinating. You show up at a rally on January 6th and you say, stop the steal because you've got legitimate evidence to have election shenanigans. You find yourself on an FBI wanted list and grandma's in jail in the gulag. Yet it's so strange. You go to Cornell and you post in a message board, kill the Jews, rape their women, exterminate them, and let's engage in Jewish genocide. And it's a free speech, bro. It's free speech. Like, totally free speech. It's just the weirdest thing. It's almost like everybody on the left is full of shit. Look at that guy. Goosebumps talking about this. Because, I'm, folks, as a guy who's fought for free speech his entire life, I can guarantee you right now, you want to do a little mind exercise? Imagine this. I put this on Twitter this morning. You know that group, the Patriot Front, which no one really believes is like an actual right-wing group? It looks like a left-wing free. You know the guys, they show up in the mask. They carry the American flag. They wear the khakis, like a uniform. No one believes this group is, is a real, like, right-wing group, okay? Pretend it was. What do you think would happen if the Patriot Front showed up on a college campus and started talking about from the river to the sea? No, I'm serious. What do you guys think would happen? What do you think would happen in the chat? Any ideas? I want to know. I'm, I'm reading you guys right now. I want to know what you think would happen if, let's let make it even easier. Let's say a group of people who claim to be Trump supporters with a MAGA flag, say it's 25 people. They all have MAGA hats on, red hats on. If they were to walk onto a college campus and start talking about Jewish genocide, what do you think would happen? Well, you know what would happen. You'd find them, they'd be in prison. They'd be sentenced to probably 400 years in prison for inciting a riot, for threats, which would be, if you're calling for that, which would be legitimate, by the way. Do you ever wonder, though, why nothing happens if you're anything but a Republican or conservative and you say the same thing? The answer is because we live in a police state. And the left finds the leftists that engage in this kill the Jews rhetoric useful for their cause. That's why. So, Dan, it's not based on any principle whatsoever. In other words, they're not targeting Trump people because they're trying to protect the Jews. No, they hate the Jews, the left. They hate them. And that's a fact. And if you're Jewish, you better damn well wake up to that fast. Whereas we'll condemn that shit like I just did on the right loudly, vigorously, and forever. Not the left. Green Jean-Pierre can't even call them extremists. Can you imagine that? You're an extremist. Just not them. And as I told you in the beginning of the show, this is tearing the left apart. And I got to tell you, it's glorious to watch. Because I've been warning you that the real racists are on the left for the longest time. These people, like we saw in the beginning, talk, talking about white supremacists, white supremacists. I don't judge anybody by the color of their skin, me included. It's called racism, assholes. They're the ones talking about future discrimination as a remedy to past discrimination, calling for racism. Eat, read Ibram Kendi's book, one of these critical race theorist pushers. These people talking about the exploitation narrative and Israel engaged in an occupation, even though they turned the land over in 2005 and it wasn't occupied before then anyway. These are the real racists. Watch this. This is two as a congressman. His name is Andre Carlson. 
He's ripping to shreds another Democrat congressman. The guy happens to be Jewish, ripping him to pieces because Carlson is, sounds like a pro-Hamas guy. And he sounds upset that this other Democrat congressman isn't. I told you they are going to eat themselves alive. And you can see evidence of it right here. Check this out. Cowardly. I think he's uh, uh, not acting in the role as a member of Congress. I think he's shown himself to be very emotional. Like most cowardly people, when you confront them, they're afraid. Uh, I'm unafraid of the guy. And if he wants to call us despicable, I'm saying he's a coward and he's a punk and he should remember why the people sent him here. And if he wants to play some kind of tough guy or gangster, we can handle it like gentlemen and we can get into something else. We can get into something. Is this guy for real? Is this guy challenging this guy to like a UFC match? Is this going to be like one of the Paul brothers versus Nate Diaz or something, or Dylan Dennis or something like that? Is this guy for real? He's elect. He's an elected member of the United States Congress who's apparently upset that he that because he doesn't want to call out Hamas and another guy called him out on it. You notice how us on the right we have moral clarity. And folks, again, I'll say it again. I'll say it often. I'll say it loud. I'll say it proud. You know where I stand on this issue. I've only talked about it every day for the last three weeks for at least five minutes, sometimes more. You're free to have any position you want and vocalize it. It's a free country about what you think our military involvement or our alignment with Israel should be. There are a lot of people who have a lot of different opinions on that. If you can't condemn what happened on October 7th, this isn't the show for you, and it never will be. And I have zero issue with that going forward. Thankfully, I love you all, the 85,000 people here now. You seem to get it. I don't want to see innocent uh, Muslims, innocent Palestinians killed either. But there's one way out of this. And the way out of this is to stop terror attacks, stop saying that Israel doesn't have the right to exist, Stop saying you're going to kill the Jews and find them behind the tree and the tree will call out. There is a Jew here. Come kill him. Maybe if you'd cut that shit out, I'm going to throw this out there, guys. Maybe if you cut that shit out, we wouldn't have as many problems. Just a guess. Just a guess. And this administration, by the way, claims right now that, you know, they're interested in all this foreign aid overseas. They're not interested in shit. So the new speaker, Mike Johnson, said, okay, listen. We're going to carve out an Israel aid package, which you're fair to comment on. I mean, either way, you may like it. You may not. I get it. A lot of different opinions on that. But Johnson, the new speaker of the House on the Republican side, said, fine, if we're going to send $14 billion, then we're going to make that cut to the Inflation Reduction Act, specifically to the IRS part of it. Yes, this is a great idea. Jake Sherman reporting on his Twitter feed. House Republican aid bill is out. It offsets the $14 billion in aid with $14 billion in cuts. Okay, fine. We're going to send money overseas anywhere. We should offset it. And a great way to offset it would be to take it away from the IRS that's going to use the money to go and target American citizens for audits. Great idea. Not the Democrats. They don't want it. They don't want it. They want to send money everywhere. All overseas. They want to send it to the IRS. Even though, ladies and gentlemen, we're on path, as EJ Antoni, who I cite a lot, puts in this Twitter feed, we're on a path to absolutely certain bankruptcy. You want to hear a number that's going to kick you right in the balls? Remember with the Obama deficits? Remember when Obama was running up all those deficits and everybody was like, oh my gosh, this is so crazy. $900 billion, a trillion dollars. Do you remember that, folks? And everybody thought that we were doing podcasts, Joe. We were like, we've never seen anything like this. The biggest deficit Bush had ever had was like four or 500 billion, which wasn't great, by the way. 
Obama doubled it, $900 billion. And no one could believe it was that much money. Look at this tweet from E.J. Antoni. Keep that number in mind. From the Treasury, they borrowed a trillion last quarter for liberals. That means a quarter of the fiscal year, one-fourth. They expect another $776 billion this quarter, which he notes would be miraculous since it borrowed $500 billion this month alone. Then they're going to borrow $816 billion in quarter one in 2024. So they're on track to borrow $3 trillion this fiscal year is projected. Interest going to the moon. Look at this. Those are the interest payments. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be making interest payments on our debt equivalent to some of the biggest deficits Barack Obama ever ran in office. You believe this shit? You believe, is this even real? Well, that is a sucker punch to the gonads. Oh, luckily, I got my Tommy John's on. They provide protection? Well, not for that. Provide a lot. Yeah, right. $800 billion. Folks, it's never going to stop, man. I, I'd say flag it, but it's ridiculous because it's such an, it's not even worth a flag. We are going bankrupt. You understand that? It's not going to look like a court bankruptcy. There's not going to be a restructuring of the United States because we can print money. What's going to happen is you are going to get hyperinflation. No, Dan, inflation's leveling off. Really? You think this can just go on? So just to be clear, I'm not saying you're saying this, especially you all listening now. But so you're suggesting to me that we can just print money with no end to pay for bills we haven't taxed people to pay for. And there'll be no consequence whatsoever. So why not print $20 trillion then? And just pay off. I got an idea, folks. We have a $33 trillion national debt. Why not just print $33 trillion and pay it off? The modern monetary theorists will tell you, oh, yeah, no problem at all. Okay. You watch. Remember what I told you. you are, if you don't have assets soon, you want a recommendation for me? I ain't your financial advisor, but I'm going to tell you right now. If you don't have assets, big time. Because the assets will go up in value as inflation goes up. You own a house. Your house is going to go up in value. You have gold, art, comic books, expensive baseball cards, silver. You don't have assets, man. You are screwed. You got paper money. Good luck. Knock yourself out. You're going to be in bad shape. By the way, I want you to keep an eye on this, too. The Biden regulatory regime, they're getting worse. There is an attack on business going on. I debated putting this in there because it's a little wonky. But listen, it's super important. The Biden administration does not want to go through the Congress because we run the House of Representatives right now, even though we don't have the Senate. So basically, they're trying to engage in communist socialism, kind of the new, new socialism. Kevin Williamson, who's an author who hates my guts, but he has a pretty good book. It was a while back. It was about this new form of socialism. He says, listen... The communists aren't as, as forthright anymore. They're not going to tell you they want to take over the means of production. They just want to tax and regulate businesses to death. I want you to listen to Jeff Clark. He's talking about exactly this, what the SEC is up to right now, and how they're going to be regulating, regulating businesses and their greenhouse gas emissions, both up and downstream. It's only about 30 seconds. This is going to be the next scam to take over your business. Check this out. 
But here's what they've recently proposed. In March of 2022, they proposed a climate change disclosure rule. It hasn't been finalized yet, but they're threatening to finalize it. They're trying to scare uh, Americans off from challenging it before it comes out. And what the rule does is it requires publicly traded companies to disclose their greenhouse gas emissions and also to discuss the risks uh, that the companies face from climate change. And they're doing this in what they're calling three scopes. So the first scope is emissions from the company itself. Then scope two is emissions from their energy suppliers, whether it's a power plant uh, or, or the like, or fuel they purchase, oil, et cetera. And then the third are emissions from either, get this, upstream or downstream uh, uh, things in the supply chain, other companies that relate to it. They, you have to do calculations on that too. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's next. That's next. Because they can't outright take over your companies like a traditional socialist. Joe Biden's going to take it over by regulation. You will report to us the exact number of carbon molecules emitted into the atmosphere by your business, businesses you do business with, businesses you buy from and sell from. Is that possible to do? No, not at all. So why are they doing it? Basically to make sure that you have to go to them and grovel. That's why. That's next. You know, I'm going to end on this story because it's an important one. And I like to leave you with a little kind of punch to the gut. Not an actual punch to the gut because I don't really punch hard and you'd probably have me arrested for assault. But this is so indicative, this story, the story of the times we're in now. It's incredible that calls for censorship and canceling amongst the commies are doubling and tripling down, despite the fact that the communists and the media and the left are the ones that are pumping out misinformation and disinformation on a regular basis. And I mean, causing real societal chaos. Here's what I'm getting at. There's been a bevy of articles out there written about now, oh, maybe these lockdowns and closures weren't a good idea. Really? For brains? Because we told you it was a stupid idea and was never going to work. And now all of a sudden that you feel the penalty phase is over, Now they're all like, oh, gosh, maybe these lockdowns weren't such a good idea. The crazy thing is they are still censoring and canceling people for COVID-based stuff, even though everything the left pushed on COVID, the vaccines, the Wuhan lab leak, all of it, the masks work when they don't, even though all that BS turned out to be fake. Well, the lab leak was real. Here's this guy, Scott Galloway, big pusher of lockdowns. I don't know if you saw this. He was on, was this Bill Maher's show? He's on Mars show. And now they all want to be forgiven, folks, for pushing lockdowns as they realize the catastrophic damage they did to our economy, our kids' brains, our kids' social development. And I'm telling Scott Galloway, and I don't know, I don't speak for all of you in the chat, but you know what, brother? No, you're not forgiven. We told you, assholes. And what'd you do? You went over and begged YouTube and Google and Twitter to censor and Facebook and ban us. You can kiss my ass. Here, listen to this tool. I was on the board of my kid's school during COVID. I wanted a harsher lockdown policy. And in retrospect, I was wrong. The, the, the damage to kids of keeping them out of school longer was greater than the risks. But here's the bottom line. Myself, our, our great people, the CDC, I'd like to think the governor, we were all operating with imperfect information and we were doing our best. So it's, 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 well. so, Let's, let's, let's learn from it. Let's learn from it. Let's learn from it. Let's hold each other accountable. 
but let's bring a little bit of grace and forgiveness in the, yeah. the shit show that was Harvard. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm just enjoying this chat too much. Uh, fuck off. Fuck them. F them. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you all. No, you're not forgiven. You weren't doing your best. You were doing your best to censor us when we were warning you. This was a dumbass idea. And you're liars too. All of you. You have zero credibility. You ever see this video of Fauci? This is short. It's not long. I just, right before the show, I sent this to the guys. I'm like, you got to throw this in there. They're liars too. Now you're going to see them all walking back. Oh, yeah, it wasn't really for lockdowns. I was only kind of, oh, they're going to do the John Kerry guys. I was for lockdowns before I was against them. Remember him with the Iraq war? Here's Fauci, straight up liar about lockdowns. You're going to see more of this on the left now as the damage of this starts to materialize. Watch this. First of all, I didn't recommend locking anything down. And the record will show, Neil, that we didn't recommend shutting everything down. I recommended to the president that we shut the country down. They are absolutely not forgiven, folks. They are not forgiven. Not a chance. Remember what happened? You all remember? I want you to just walk through a little bit of history with me. When we were on YouTube before we left, we were suspended from YouTube for telling you that these surgical masks do not stop the transmission of COVID. And if you go outside your house with a surgical mask on and you think you're protected and you're high risk, that you were taking your life in your own hands. It was very dangerous for you. And nobody listened. Matter of fact, YouTube suspended us. What was that lady's name? Coco Grinelli or whatever the hell her name was. Sent us that bullshit email. Oh, listen, we're sorry you're suspending Coco. Well, he did a, Jim did a song for her. You're not forgiven, you little tyrants. And then when we warned people about the vaccine, and I told you it was the greatest regret of my life. When we warned you, hey, listen, be careful. This is new. This is new science. No one really knows long term. What did they do? They banned us. They fact checked us. When I wrote a piece on Facebook that this thing likely leaked from the lab because they couldn't find a natural corollary for it in nature. What did they do? They had some bullshit fact check site when I was out my wife on a Friday night two years ago, shred our Facebook page to pieces. You expect me to forgive you? You could kiss my ass. I'm not forgiving anything. Scott Galloway, you want to learn from this? Yeah, resign. Resign and spend the rest of your life repenting for your censorship sins, you little commies. Guys, disgust me. Folks, I'm going to end the show as I began it today. Sorry to have to tell you this, but we are never going to win this fight with the left until we impose real material losses on them. Do you understand that? Real material losses. This guy Galloway should resign. He should resign in disgrace. He was part and parcel to one of the biggest global apocalyptic decisions we have seen in in, uh, modern health science history. These people all need to lose their reputations. I'm really sorry. Jobs, finances, whatever it is. They will never learn. Otherwise, they will do it again. If there is, God forbid, another pandemic or another election that's questioned, they will do again what they did before. They need to feel real material losses. That's why I don't cry one single tear for these people losing their jobs right now for engaging in pro-Hamas terrorism and all this other stuff. It's bullshit. And you know it. 
Don't let them off the hook. Anyone in the chat, you want to forgive these people? I don't. Forgive nothing. The only thing I can do. Oh, wow. Really? At the end of the show? For Dark Mode Dan, I see it up on the screen. The only thing I just want, I, I, I got to run, but I want to thank him for one thing. I can thank, yes, 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 I love it. Yes in the no. I want to thank him for one thing. I'm not sure True Social and Rumble would have ever happened and exploded the way they did if it weren't for communists like YouTube, Google, and guys like this and others censoring us from telling you the truth. It's the only positive to take from this thing. All right, folks, thanks again for tuning in. A lot of information, packed show today. We covered a lot of different subjects, so it was a lot of stuff I was waiting to talk about from the last few days. You can see from the dates and the stories. Join us every day. I was in the chat early this morning, chatting with you all about 9.30, 9.45 Eastern time. Rumble.com slash Bongino. Download the Rumble app. It is super user easy. User interface is great on it. Check it out. Set up an account. Chat with me. I'm the Bongino Show in the morning. Join early. like to talk to you all. Show starts at 11 a.m. Spread the word. You can always watch it on delay as well at rumble.com slash Bongino. Subscribe at Apple and Spotify as well. It helps us stay on the charts. We really appreciate it, folks. I'll see you back here tomorrow. You just heard the Dan Bongino Show.